Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. Let me share a true story. Deborah learned that brutal lesson when thieves found the title to her home online. Then they forged the documents to appear she sold her home, but she hadn't. Then they borrowed thousands using her home's equity. Deborah didn't know she was a victim until foreclosure notices arrived and an eviction notice followed. She spent her fortune trying to get her home back. The crime is home title fraud, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. The best advice for avoiding a title fraud nightmare is to protect your home with home title lock. And no, neither your homeowner's insurance nor bank protects you. For pennies a day, home title lock does. So first things first, find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter SAVE for one month of free protection. Again, enter SAVE for one month of free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by the Blue Angels and Donald Trump, now pairing up to present military fighter jet air shows in the skies across the nation for Operation Come Together, Get Sick and Die for something that costs taxpayers millions and gives absolutely nothing but, hey, it's military-related. Vote for me. Let's begin. Botox turns 18 this week. Don't look surprised. Welcome to Sanity Cast. I'm John Fugelsang, and this podcast has complete authority. And according to the 13th Amendment, it can do anything it wants, but it's just a cheerleader squirrel. We are recording this here in Leapier Studios in New York City, the disaster area, the epicenter. And thank you for being with us. This is the humble little podcast that believes that depression is a disease, negativity is a habit, hanity is the opposite of sanity, and if we're really all in this together then despondency is privilege. Do what you got to do to get your mind right and stay in the game. We need you more than ever. Um, And I want to give special tribute to the governors. Uh, Every week I keep trying to give thanks for more people. And on SiriusXM, different groups, you know, grocery store clerks and and UPS guys and and people who deliver food and dinners and, my God, you know, the EMTs and doctors and nurses and supply chain people and truck drivers, local news people. But really, let's hear it for the governors who are showing us what it's like to be a leader, not pretending to be a boss, right? 
I mean, the governors are doing it. They're showing how it's done. Cuomo shows up, and it's like, ooh, daddy's here. And, and, and Gavin Newsom shows up, and it's like, ooh, cool, stepdad's here. And Gretchen Whitmer shows up, and it's like, oh, Spider-Man's really attractive, cool aunt is here. And even Mike, Mike DeWine shows up, and it's like, oh, awkward, nerdy Republican guy your aunt married, but hey, he's awesome. He's here, too. And then Trump shows up, and it's like, ooh, grandpa took out his dick at the bus stop again. This is the time we find ourselves in. We have to come together by staying apart. Marriages are ending and babies are being conceived. Our analog lives are constricting and our digital lives are expanding. Thousands of people are dying and no one can go to their funerals. Street violence is down, but home violence is up. Workers who don't get paid sick leave are workers who have to go to work sick just to get paid. People are boycotting Corona beer. We've reached this point now. It used to be people got stupid after they drank beer. Now people aren't drinking beer because they're already really stupid. And a president says he has no responsibility for doing nothing for months and gives his response a perfect 10. Where Congress gives us this economic package that is really the biggest and thickest package in history, and it's still an inadequate package. A president who goes on TV to say, listen to the experts, and on Twitter encourages rebellion against the experts. I mean, the head of government is now the head of the anti-government message. He's kind of respect the quarantine in the streets, but break the quarantine in the sheets kind of guy. Like, I I don't know about you, but I'm shocked that an obese 73-year-old man who eats garbage, sleeps four hours a night, never exercises, has unprotected sex with porn stars, and stares directly into eclipses, doesn't listen to doctors. Um, And he keeps on saying, we're going to open the country way too soon. Uh, he kept pushing it, right? First, it was going to be Easter. Remember? Yeah, the churches will be full. Come out for Easter. You know, the whole point of Easter is about coming back from the dead, not sending lots of old people to it. He keeps pretending he can make it go away, and he can't go away. Donald Trump does not have a magic wand, although I understand Melania's been through several. Donald Trump doesn't care about unemployed people. He cares about unemployment numbers. So... You know, the the whole rap now is we have to go back to work, reopen America. It's so good now. We have to lift the quarantine, but it's also so dangerous. We have to ban immigrants. Trump just announced he was suspending immigration, even though immigration was suspended over a month ago. Right. Like we're number one in infections right now. Reported infections. Number one in confirmed deaths. Number one in leaders who blew it off and called it a hoax. We're number one in not being prepared. Maybe we need to suspend immigration from America. Oh, and also we should praise Donald Trump for doing so many tests, but really we shouldn't do more tests, right? That's the message we're getting. I think that's been consistent because Trump is positive. He wants more testing. He just doesn't want any more positive tests. He'd rather keep the numbers low and have more people die than have the numbers high. And he looks bad. And while all this is happening, The Supreme Court is voting remotely to deny the rest of us the right to ever vote remotely. But the best part is, Trump fans, this is a time when the people who are calling out a president for lying during a pandemic are fighting harder for your lives than the president who can't stop lying to you during a pandemic. Please remember to remind all your trolls and your right-wing loved ones and that racist uncle that you have to love even if you don't like and your high school friend who can't spell your, let them all know. Donald Trump lied to them. Donald Trump lied to 
everyone they love. And sometimes it takes a global pandemic to realize that electing a stupid, corrupt, racist, incompetent, authoritarian reality show character who can't stop lying might not have been a great idea. But you know what? Hey, I I just got my Trump check. Yeah, I got my check with Trump's name on it right there on the memo line. Like grandma gave you a gift for your birthday. My Trump check. Who would have ever thought? I can't. I got to tell you, I just can't believe it. It's such a humbling feeling to have 1,200. I'm having the host of Celebrity Apprentice and the guy who produced the Lego Batman movie give me $1,200 of my future self's money. Thanks, guys. It's amazing looking at this in my hands because holding a check with Donald Trump's name on it is the closest I'll ever get to being a real porn star. I don't have any gigs to promote, as you know. L.A. canceled, Albuquerque postponed, Madison, D.C., Minneapolis. I had planned to spend this year on the road doing two to three tours. Now I, I go to Bosnia every morning. And by Bosnia... I mean quarantine homeschooling online with an eight-year-old. I, Bosnia had fewer tears. It's, it's, it's bleak. I'm, I'm quarantined inside in New York City with a small child, a small cat, and a small dog. On a good day, my hands touch the feces of three different species. Uh, I am writing a play about quarantine jazz musicians. It's called Indoor Cats. There's ten characters, so the stage has to be at least 60 feet wide. I'll, I can explain, but they... Let's get to the uh, update. The U.S. is now reporting over 845,000 cases and 47,475 deaths at the time of this taping. This is the same day the president announced we are reopening. When he announced it, the death toll was 44,000. By the end of the day, it was over 47,000. Future historians take note. Um, The media tells us every day the infection rate, the death rate. They don't tell us the recovery rate. 84,000 Americans who were diagnosed and tested to have had the virus have now recovered. Of course, since we're undercounting the dead, we're also undercounting the uh, infected. Almost half, at least half of us are asymptomatic, just carriers. So really, it's got to be much, much higher than 84,000. But I I wish the media would start to report that number. I I don't know about you. I think it's relevant. I think it's hopeful. I think we have to, you know, it might distract from the terror we have to use to alarm people. Um, But I think people are freaked out enough. They'll they'll tune in. Um, Now, here's the cool thing. Uh, We're going to talk about this later in the show. But despite Donald Trump's plans to reopen the economy, the anti-quarantine protesters and the, the four GOP governors who are defying the CDC recommendations to stay locked down, an overwhelming majority of Americans support this. An overwhelming, 75% of Americans actually support uh, inconveniencing yourself to save the lives of people you will never meet, right? I mean, it's 88% of Democrats and 55% of Republicans actually have empathy and are willing to be inconvenienced. Um, and then there's the other ones. And that's always been the struggle in America, hasn't it? There's always been two competing ideologies. It's always been, we're all in this together, versus we want what we want when we want it. I discussed this in a little bit in a segment called The Sinister and the Stupid. Anyway, that poll has not reached Las Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman, who says she wants to reopen the city and all the casinos despite the rising number of COVID cases in her state and the rising number of deaths in her state. I watched her on, on CNN tonight. Did you see the mayor of Las Vegas? She was explaining she wants to open up the casinos 
and there's no way the casinos can test their employees or their customers. And she artfully sidestepped it. She said, you know, they should be able to open and then added piously, and I don't even gamble. And I'm like, lady, I have never seen somebody gamble at your level. Trump tweeted today, states are safely coming back. Our country is starting to open for business again. And the same day, he said he strongly disagrees with the governor of Georgia about reopening his state after a week of constantly tweeting and claiming and laying out plans that they have to reopen. Holy cow, it's always the homophobes who want things two ways. Over 2.6 million cases now reported worldwide. 184,000 worldwide confirmed dead from the virus. Globally, over uh, 717,000 now say they want the stay-at-home orders to remain in effect until health officials say it is safe. The um, Democratic Republic of Congo's government is begging for international help. They say their entire health system is on life support. They're dealing with Ebola and coronavirus. It's burning its way through Africa and South America. In Europe, they're beginning to lift some restrictions. The UN has announced the world is going to soon face a hunger pandemic. And it's going to be a result not of the virus, but of the ineffective response to the virus. Google released the top searches during coronavirus so far. Have you been following this? Um, Whatever you're doing to get through this pandemic, just keep it up. The top things searched in Google in the first month of lockdown. How to cut own hair. How to make beer at home. Is Disney World really closed? How to make bread. What to do about cabin fever. How to work out at home. How to make my cat love me. And is marriage necessary? That's a good one. Think about all the couples that work all the time and suddenly are with each other. Um, Many people are going to fall in love all over again, but it's interesting. Um, China doesn't really give nationwide statistics on divorce more than once a year, but there's a lot of media reports from cities in China that shows that divorces went so high in March when the quarantines, I mean, they were government-mandated lockdowns, um, when they began lifting. Incidents of domestic violence went so far up. And it's kind of scary to think about couples all around the world. I mean, if too much time is spent together in close quarters, it's going to be a real test of your communication and how well you can get along as humans. In the city of Zhan in central China and Daju in Sichuan province, they both reported record high numbers of divorce filings in early March. Um, And there were month-long backlogs at government offices. Uh, At one province, they said that staff members didn't even have time to drink water because so many couples were lining up to file for divorce like as soon as it lifted. So I guess the only safe industries left are uh, Trump defense attorneys, um, tattoo removal parlors, medical weed, and uh, divorce lawyers. But you can now get married on Zoom thanks to love and social distancing, New Yorkers are now legally allowed to do it. Governor Cuomo issued an executive order on Saturday that will allow New Yorkers to get a marriage license remotely and permitting clerks to perform ceremonies via video conference. So it's usually banned under existing laws. Now you can do it. My whole question is like, how do you avoid going to weddings now? Like one of the greatest things about this pandemic was that 
we don't have to go to anything, right? Oh, it's like, oh, I'd love to go to your wedding. Oh, I'd love to go to your hideous child's christening. Oh, I really want to go see the workshop of your new one-man show. Oh, I've been dying to see your podcast recording live. I, oh, yeah, I want to go to your kid's birthday. I mean, like I thought, oh, my God, we, we get a get-out-of-everything card. That's one of the few upsides. Not anymore. J.K. Rowling is fully recovered from COVID-19. Um, and this is the first time she hasn't wanted a sequel to anything in her life. Uh, here, here's something fun. What two relevant things do these countries have in common? Taiwan, Germany, Norway, Iceland, Finland, Denmark, and New Zealand. They've all had the best responses to the pandemic so far, and they're all led by women. They're like it, It's uncanny. And I've talked a lot about how America has needed a woman president for a long time. But in these in these countries, every single one of these women leaders immediately recognized the threat the virus posed. They communicated it. They didn't lie. Didn't call it a hoax. Look at Iran. Look at Russia. Look at a, the United States. Look at China. Look at how these men lied. All of these women leaders took immediate action. And it didn't matter to them, the politics or how it made them look. They all took test kits as soon as possible when we were rejecting tests from the WHO because they offered us test kits. But how are you going to make money off of that? You need bidding, right? That's literally people are dying and we're not testing because bucks had to be made. These women leaders screened the populations. They used apps to track cases. They hired social media influencers to have fact-based information spread all over the place instead of getting Sean Hannity to talk about hydrochloroquine every night. I can usually say that right. Also, these women leaders all brought a sense of stability and compassion and calm and empathy because they had a different kind of leadership than an insecure man who's so fatty hasn't seen his penis since the Clinton administration. And that's not just Trump. That's Duterte and that's Netanyahu and Putin and all these male douchebags. Iceland is doing so well. They are now beginning to lift restrictions. Uh, Spain and Austria are having partial uh, film returns. Um, the only places on earth that have film production anywhere in the world are Iceland and South Korea. Isn't that interesting? Those two countries tested everybody early on did contact tracing and now it's so safe and so not quarantined they're the only places on earth where you can make movies and it, i it's funny because i just so happen to have a script that takes place in both of those countries um it's a it's a low budget uh, multi-character drama it, it's called gunner goes for kimchi and it, it stars everyone i'm pitching it wherever i can um, okay, so uh, national and local crisis lines have all had a really big increase in numbers as soon as Donald Trump became president, and it has grown and grown. Like last year, crisis hotlines had a 338% increase in Trump's third year, but no one was prepared for the nearly 900% spike in mental health hotlines in the last month. So please, please, if you're low, you feel like you need to talk to somebody, please, please talk to someone, especially if you're isolated at home alone. I know how it is. Just talk to someone. Call 1-800-985-5990 or text talk with us to 66746. Also, if you're a conservative and you're quarantined and you're suffering because your president blew off a pandemic and called it a hoax and all your political ideology now stands for is owning the libs and it's hard when a racist incompetent clown is destroying your party's credibility i know you're suffering you need to reach out you're not alone if you are a right-wing troll 
so embarrassed to admit the epic loss you have made in presidents twice in a row. There is one way you can still piss off the libs while showing your devotion to President Trump. The Trump Foundation. Send the money as much as possible. Don't Google anything about it. Just send the money. We libs hate that. And if you want to really infuriate the libs, take out a reverse mortgage, and then you demand all the money at once up front, and then donate every penny of that reverse mortgage money to Trump University. Ooh, ooh, it burns me. Just say, no, don't do it. It burns us so much. We libs hate that more than anything. (laughs) So anyway, uh, in closing, um, we have the highest number of cases. And we are going to continue to die in large numbers. It's projected. Uh, It will get better. We'll all go out again. We'll get sick and have to come back inside again. That's how it's going to be. We're going to have a bigger wave in the winter. I had to explain to my child the Easter Bunny bought it, but Santa Claus will kill us all. I parent my own way. My point is this. Medical experts and health experts and international leaders and WHO officials all agree that the host of Celebrity Apprentice has sucked at this job. The U.S. still has no plan for controlling the epidemic, no plan to restart the economy, no plan to do tests. They don't want tests because tests show there's cases, and he still thinks keeping the numbers low is going to somehow make this salvageable. These guys are stupid, and the stupid is always stronger than the sinister. Okay, look at the U.S. death toll, and then look at the Asian countries, and you'll understand how much they have fucked up. The U.S. now has about 62 deaths per million people. Okay, 62 deaths per million people. Hong Kong, Japan, and Taiwan have less than one death per million. China, South Korea, and Singapore have under five deaths per million. India which took huge action, complete national lockdown. They're four times as many people as us. Uh, there would only be 10 deaths in the country. There's 1.3 billion people, and they locked down the country with 10 deaths. And now India has only 289 reported deaths, 0.2 cases per billion. Okay, we didn't want to test. Susan Rice said Trump has cost tens of thousands of American lives. We left behind a 69-page pandemic playbook, which was sort of a pandemic for dummies. If you don't know where to start, start here and ask these questions and do these things. So just remember this. It's, it's, it's really the impeachment's fault. Mitch McConnell's right. It is the impeachment's fault that Donald Trump was way too busy to prepare for this pandemic. It's impeachment's fault that he turned down the WHO test kits, that he failed to close the borders and stem unnecessary travel as soon as he should have, that he let 40,000 more people come through after his fake China ban. It is the fault of the impeachment that he fired all those people in the first two years of his presidency. It's it's the fault of the impeachment that he sold off the natural national strategic stockpile and sent all those supplies overseas to China when the hospitals were begging for him. And it's it's the it's impeachment's fault. He can't stop lying to the press and and spreading misinformation about drugs that don't work. It's the fault of impeachment that Donald Trump's buying ventilators from under governors, and that he's accusing medical staff of stealing equipment. Goddamn you, impeachment! It's the impeachment's fault. He just cut funding to the World Health Organization during a plague. But here's the thing, friends. If you think it's dark, if you think it looks scary, if you think God's abandoned us, just remember, Roger Stone got denied a new trial. It's going to be all right. You know what else? 
Virginia proves it's going to be okay. Not that Governor Ralph Northam doesn't have his problems, but he just made Election Day a holiday. He expanded early voting, and he made Virginia the 27th state to decriminalize marijuana. And you know why he did it? Because people turned out to vote in Virginia in 2018, and they demanded results. Now, more than ever, we're all thinking about our hygiene. All okay? day long, all day strong. We're washing our hands and squeezing into our That's right. But we are still taking a huge carry of virus with us everywhere. Our phone. Yeah. They're a vector for disease and we rarely clean them. I mean, the other day we tried wiping one down I and I was like, come on, girl, you know, we know what we need. This. We know exactly what we need. We are constantly touching our phones with our hands and even pressing them to our face, yes. which is a no no these days. It's time to take cleaning your phone seriously. That's right. The Clean Phone Pro sanitizer uses medically proven UV light technology to kill 99.99% of all bacteria that comes in contact with your phone. That's right. It's better than wipes and safe for your device because you can't boil it, your Mm -hmm. phone, right? No, you can't. And the Clean Phone Pro gets every inch of your phone clean with the nine high-power UVC lights. Mm. Dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber. Wow. You can be sanitizing other items while wirelessly charging your phone or just use the Clean Phone Pro as your go-to charging station at any time. Fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items. So, you know, you can be sanitizing your, your behind off. You, depending on the size of your behind, yes. maybe you're behind too. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Here's the deal. You got to go to thecleanphone.com today and get one for just $89 in free shipping when you use the code SEXYLIBERAL. If you're serious about hygiene, it's time to get serious about cleaning your phone. Go to thecleanphone.com and keep your phone truly clean. Remember, use the code sexy liberal for a two-day free shipping <laughs> and we will ship immediately that's right that's thecleanphone.com thecleanphone.com welcome back uh, i just had a child complain that his balloon had cat vomit on it how goes your quarantine um kanye west said he'll vote for donald trump Citing the property market, he said, I buy real estate. It's better now than when Obama was in office. They don't teach you in school about buying property. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I think a better headline would have been former artist turned rich celebrity douchebag endorses lifelong rich celebrity douchebag because his policies favor rich douchebags. You know, celebrity and fame is its own ethnicity. Never forget, it's not a surprise that Kanye West loves Donald Trump because Kanye West has more in common with Donald Trump than he does with anybody who lives in Chicago. And the worst irony is that in the beginning, he was giving the Kardashians credibility. Now the Kardashians are keeping him liquid. Okay, uh, I have to do some apologies here. Um, uh, Allstate. Allstate Insurance, I got to tell you, uh, along with um, American Family Insurance, uh, they're going to give back about $800 million to their customers because people are driving less during the crisis. Allstate said they're going to refund about 15% of premiums paid for by its customers in April and May. That's like a total of $600 million. Um, their CEO said, given an unprecedented decline in driving, customers will receive a shelter-in-place payback. This is fair because less driving means fewer accidents. Allstate, I am so sorry. I always complain about your ads. I will never complain about your weird ads with Dennis Haysbert ever again. Uh, never. I I get it. He is the closest thing we have to a black ex-president who'll do commercials, but never again. And and also Shake Shack. The, the, the CEO of Shake Shack found out that um, 
all these big businesses got the bailout money, but the small businesses didn't. He gave back $10 million. And Crocs, oh my God, Crocs. I am. I apologize for everything I have ever said, Crocs. Uh, Crocs has been making free shoes and giving them to medical health personnel. So I am no longer a snob about any of those things. Um, for the first time in history, all 50 states, however, are under disaster declarations. Okay. A San Antonio food bank tried social distancing with the drive-thru food pantry and 10,000 cars showed up. 10,000 cars for a food bank in San Antonio. There was a report from the UN that said that more than one and a half billion children have been affected by the virus, cut off from school and community provided meals and healthcare and safe places. Seven in 10 people in an Axios survey, seven out of 10 consider going to the grocery store to now be a risky act. One in five Americans know somebody who's tested positive. America's going to hit a uh, record $3.8 trillion deficit. We already were hitting a record deficit from the tax cut. Of course, economists are cautiously optimistic that that won't be a problem until the Democrats in office. Uh, Two million more, uh, 5.2 million more Americans filed for unemployment last week. So 22 million people have filed. One out of every 10 American adults has lost their job in the last four weeks. Think about the health care. Think about how it doesn't even count the workers or anybody in a gig economy. America's lost more jobs in the last four weeks than it's gained in the last 11 years. The IMF said this is causing the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression. So what do we have? A president? No, we have an occupant. And it's rabbit hole season. It's rabbit hole season. Donald Trump's mouth okay, is the, the, the tennis ball launching machine. And it launches out these little tennis balls that are bright yellow and they bounce, and the media are the dogs. And they chase down every tennis ball into every rabbit hole. And that's how Donald Trump gets the media to not talk about how bad this really is and how much it is his fault and how much of it was his fault before this even happened. Here's the formula. It's very simple. Trump says stupid shit. Media report crazy stupid shit. Ratings high because people can't believe this crazy stupid shit. Trump claims the media lied about his crazy stupid shit. Uh, Trump TV Fox defends him. The convincing outraged audience of elderly Manchurian candidates. That's what it is. I mean, Raymond, illegals want your free health care. By the way, have you armed yourself? So Trump plays victim over his crazy, insane, stupid shit. Uh, he says something false or misspelled. Everyone gets shocked at how stupid he is. Russian trolls on Twitter who joined last month and have seven followers constantly bombard you with negative messaging and misinformation. And then repeat it the next day. That's how it is. But history can't be gaslit history doesn't care about the distractions whatever he vomits out any day it's a Chinese virus we're not going to pay for Harry and Meghan's security doesn't matter epidemiologists led by the Imperial College London and the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine great frat there by the way they they reported that if the Trump administration had acted and urged everyone to physically distance themselves just two weeks earlier two weeks earlier Nearly 90% of the Americans who've died from the virus already would have lived. Just one extra week could have saved the lives of 62% of those who have now died. Florida, you have Ron DeSantis, known imbecile, who has a stay-at-home order and then exempts religious services, Okay, which you have to do to slow the spread of coronavirus. What you don't want to do 
during a plague is get large groups of people gathered together in an enclosed space, especially if many of them are old. But he carved out this exception for religious services because he deemed them essential. The thing to remember is the irony, the stupid is always stronger than the sinister. He doesn't really care about religious people, okay? He doesn't care about who's going to get sick because of this. He doesn't care about leading. He cares about his job. So he's saying this to make a statement to the low wattage fake Christians of his state that I'm on your side. I really am. What he's really doing is potentially leading them to slaughter. See, it's so evil, but it's so stupid because you don't get reelected by killing off your own base. It's just, it's at Amity Island, the beaches will be open for the 4th of July. That's all it is. We now know the military, the National Center for Medical Intelligence, they did a, uh, an intelligence report in November on this, November, where analysts concluded it could be a cataclysmic event. It was a report that highlighted that the officials had, knowledge, had the knowledge to begin acting on the virus months before it struck the U.S. We know the CDC had scientists, Americans, working in China who notified the White House in 2019. Trump has said so many times that his administration could not have been ready for this. This is the worst lie Donald Trump has ever told, that there was no way his administration could have been prepared. So many briefings were held through December across the government. The National Security Council, a detailed outline of the threat, was in the president's daily brief in early January. The intelligence report was briefed multiple times to the Defense Intelligence Agency, the Pentagon's Joint Chief, and the White House. The CDC American doctors are reporting to the White House about all of this. It's horrifying. And then Trump turns around and says, reopen America. Hundreds of lied to and woefully misled Americans protesting their own state houses, demanding their states be reopened immediately. The MAGAs, who used to be the tea parties, who will do as they're told, they gather in huge, dangerous, coffee, coffee, way too close numbers to protect test social distancing and you saw the photos you saw the nazi flags and the confederate flags in michigan uh you know what michigan has virginia's confederate battle flag their attitude has always been to the greatest state of virginia you want it back come try to get it i I mean gresham whitmer yeah I, i don't know enough about the report maybe it is unreasonable that you can't buy seeds okay i don't know our seed stores real hives of activity but where does that get us from these assholes that are blocking traffic outside hospitals in colorado i mean and again it's been organized by donald trump's online social networking page which is called facebook which is allowing false information and fake news because they have said that if they crack down on it it'll disproportionately affect Republicans, but that's because Republicans are disproportionately lied to with fake ads. So you have to remember, they're stupid, and the stupid is always stronger than the sinister, because these evil men always do stupid stuff. They, 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 they get so greedy, and hate makes you stupid. Hitler invades Russia during winter. He's so evil, but so fucking stupid. Remember the Bush administration? They were called Mayberry Machiavellis. Bush invades a country of Muslims who never attacked us and thinks they're just going to give us the oil. Jared Kushner says, hey, dad, here's a good idea. Uh, Fire the head of the FBI. Problem goes poof. The stupidity always crushes it. Their incompetence always stops them from being effective fascists. And so here's the deal. Trump sending these imbeciles out. It's not just them threatening to kill their own voter base. 
it makes them look even more stupid because people are watching and there's a huge gap between what's being said on TV versus the public opinion, okay? I've seen helicopter shots of these protests and there's more media shooting the protesters than actual protesters. We love a good villain. We love a good hate watch. But 66% of Americans in a Pew poll are worried the state governments are going to lift the restrictions too quickly. 73% think the worst is yet to come. And 65% of all Americans say Trump was too slow. I mean... (laughs) The majority of Americans think Trump's handling this has sucked. 72% of Americans gave governors of their states a good rating. The the University of Maryland poll found more than 65% of Americans think it'll take till June or later. The Axios poll showed 92% of people said they're practicing social distancing, while Trump is saying we'll have to be able to stop by May 1st. It's not going to work. And the more Trump sends these idiots out, the more it marginalizes him. And the two things that marginalize them are nonviolence and ridicule. Look, I'm going to apply it to Westboro Baptist Church. Think about all the Republican folks out there who didn't feel comfortable with gay marriage, but then they saw Westboro Baptist Church, the extreme right-wing fundamentalists, the Church of the Holy Hypocrisy, and they were to Christianity what Christ was to poor hygiene and inbreeding. Well, you know, think about all the... Republican people who weren't really into gay marriage saw Westboro and said, oh, I might be weird about this, but I don't want to be with those assholes. Donald Trump is helping defeat Donald Trump. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm doing this at like four in the morning, seriously, in New York City. It's been a crazy time here. You know, you you go outside for a bike ride and you hear um, birds and ambulances. That's it there's like there's so few cars you hear people talking to each other through windows you hear the guy next door having his peloton workouts with the window down it's you bike by hospitals and you see the trailers um but uh I want to let you all know you can hear Sirius XM for free um, and we've been having really good shows over there my recent guests have ranged from uh, Marianne Williamson to David Crosby to Tommy we had Tommy Chong on 420 man that's how awesome our show is we had Willie Nelson on 420 last time we had Tommy Chong on 420 this time um, Marilu Henner was just on the show Alonzo Bowden a uh, lot of great people so please please go to Sirius XM learn how to get it for free until uh, the 15th of May it's a great way to um, listen to all kinds of great talk radio and music music radio and even some cool sports radio um while you're sweating it out and thank you for uh supporting this and supporting stephanie miller's uh, sexy liberal podcast network it's fun to uh come here and rant a bit for her i want to close uh with a great literary quote from a book about being a prisoner of war <laughs> the englishman said that he when captured had made and kept the following vows to himself, to brush his teeth twice a day, to shave once a day, to wash his face and hands before every meal and after going to the latrine, to polish his shoes once a day, to exercise for at least half an hour each morning, and then move his bowels, and to look into a mirror, frequently, frankly evaluating his appearance, particularly with respect to his posture. Kurt Vonnegut Slaughterhouse Five. Some people will use this as a Christ, as an excuse to be the shittiest version of them possible. Others will get better. Choose wisely. And thank you for listening. I'm John Fugelsang. Please check out johnfugelsang.com. Follow me on the Twitters and the Instas and all the socials. Thank you.